Good afternoon, Patriots. And it is Friday, November 11th in the year 2022. You have a lot of people freaking out because it's 2022-11-11. Don't be freaked out. It's just a number game. Don't let that stuff get in your head. We're good. It's going to be a great day. Should be a great day because it's a day we're walking. Another great day we're walking with Jesus. Hey, Patriots, also make sure right now that you've got a plan for your home. There's some crazy people, and if you ever have any question about how crazy they are, listen to this thing about Starbucks. If there was ever a story that best encapsulated how bad crime has become, it's the one about Starbucks providing baristas with active shooter training because our cities aren't safe anymore. And while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection, it's your responsibility to be properly trained. That's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including .223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. This is the smartest investment in your ability to safely and effectively handle your firearm. Plus, it will pay for itself in one day. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you want to have. Somebody just suggested we need to rename <laughs> Podbean Bard's Bean. All right, that's good. We'll take it. It's good. Hey, uh, tonight, Patriots on Fishers, we're going to have a special guest, Brad Cummings. Pastor Brad Cummings is going to call in. We're going to continue our discussion that we've been doing all week about forgiveness, justice, and accountability. And I think it's really important. This is one of these very critical crucibles we're at in this nation right now of getting our handle on this because everything that's being shaped is to create anger, hatred, vengeance, all these things, permanent division. And we're going to have to really start walking into a deeper place to understand what it is to forgive, but qualify this. That doesn't mean you give up justice. I keep saying this. These are very difficult places for people to rationalize. And I think as well, people are like, well, if I forgive, I'm not supposed to have anger. No, you should have anger. It's There's righteous anger, and then there's like vengeance anger. You got to sort out your anger. You got to get down to the core of it of like, what is your anger about? Because the anger in the end of the day defines who you serve. But it's important. Anger is real. And we should have anger because we need to be awake to all this crazy nonsense that's going on. So don't get those things confused. And we're really working hard at that. And we'll be having Brad on tonight to continue that conversation. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today humbling ourselves before you by our choice and free will to completely in awe of all that you provide for us in this time where everything is being exposed. All things that were hidden are coming to light. Father, in your glory, and if we can see the gift that's being given, is that we truly can see clearly now in this world, even this election that people are still struggling with, talking about how they're so disappointed or so dejected about this. If only people can see, and this is where we will begin our prayer today, Father, if they can see the gift of what you have given, 
You have given sight. For the first time, we can see truly the depth of this corruption, the depth of this evil, and the reality that we've never had free and fair elections. Quite to the contrary, our elections are rigged. They're controlled. The idea that we would have the right to choose that our leadership, which was the fundamental basis of this republic, has been stripped away and has been stripped away for a long time. But we've lived in an illusion, a lie of believing, and we've been led to that lie to believe that we had a choice and free will. We've never had choice and free will. Not in the times of our lifetimes. We've been misled. We've been misdirected. And in those moments now when people are trying to find understanding and meaning and purpose and trying to paint this big pile of cow poo with a buttercream frosting, we need to remember that this is still a pile of cow poo, even if you have buttercream frosting on top. So, Father, this is one of these times that we are praying for the clarity of people's hearts to understand that what is before us now is the realization that if we're truly going to be free, we are not going to vote ourselves out of Babylon, but that we have to start making some decisive actions and we have to start making on-the-ground commitments that simply saying that I accept Jesus in my heart is not the end, but quite frankly, the very beginning of a long process of bringing the kingdom to life in this world. Father, these are difficult times for many on so many levels. We're also equally challenged with this principle of forgiveness and justice. People are confusing the ideas that somehow that if we have forgiveness, that we're also supposed to give up on justice. So we pray today for, again, more clarity to this to people's hearts. That as we forgive, we're releasing the burdens that are on our hearts that others have put there. And the only way to do that is to forgive the actions, but to trust in you and to commit ourselves to a process of justice and accountability. That means there's ultimately two forms of justice, that in heaven and that here on earth. And never have you said not to have justice on earth. Quite to the contrary, we've seen the examples given by the flipping of tables of Jesus. Even the statement that those who do harm to the little ones must have a, would be better to have a millstone around their neck and cast into the sea than to face you. So, Father, this confusion of, of this weave that has happened sadly has come from a poor teachings across our nation, not only in our schools and our education, but equally at the pulpit. Because these are difficult concepts. These are difficult, difficult precepts. Because so much of our relationship in kingdom, our relationship with Jesus, begins with I or me. So, Father, we pray that people will understand that in God there is no I. In God there is no me. And in this place, as we give ourselves to you and truly walk as one in the body of Christ, we are here in representation of the kingdom that there is such a thing as pure evil and their evil will be dealt with, that we have to put our trust in you first and foremost in the deliverance of delivery of justice. We have to start working diligently to bring justice to this land, but we have to unburden our hearts and the anchors that hold us, that tie us to the issues of anger, hatred, and most importantly and most devious is vengeance. Anger in the ne negative sense. 
Nowhere in, again does it say not to have anger. In fact, it says we should have anger and righteous anger. But we can't let these things corrupt and cancerize our hearts. We need to constantly be checking in with our hearts, Father, and we pray that people will, that they'll humble themselves before you. They'll humble themselves in such a way as to listen and truly investigate the sources and origins of these emotions. This system is designed intentionally to keep us so twisted and turned. This is the true hand of the devil. To keep us from looking at each other to find forgiveness, instead to find the pain of vengeance that we think somehow will rectify what we feel in our heart, so wrong we are. Equally, Father, by not having that place in our heart for forgiveness, we disallow the entrance of the glory of the kingdom to come in and all that comes from that. So, Father, we also pray for a deeper understanding of the power of love, of the love which Jesus brought to this world, the deep appreciation of love that it is, of what it means to truly walk with the sword of the Spirit, the mightiness of that power, the crushing blow that that gives to evil, the incredible force that literally no weapon can be forged against you. Let us have a deeper wisdom, Father, in this place that each of us as we walk can start to see this time and this place not as a burden but as a gift, not to celebrate the pain but in fact to recognize that there is such an evil to work through these difficult processes and in so doing find ourselves in a place of forgiving yet pursuing the and exercising both accountability and blind justice. A blind justice that doesn't find partiality in one side or the other, but equally delivers justice to everyone. And that therein, Father, is one of our greatest challenges. So we pray for these insights. We pray for the clarity in this walk. We pray for the strength in this time. And we pray for the glory of Jesus to fill us and guide us in this, in where we are. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. You know, patriots, Russia is a country right now that is one of the more uh, Christian nations in the world. They've revived their deep faith in the, in, through the Orthodox Christianity that Russia has. And it's very strong in Russia. But I also want to point out something, because this discussion of vengeance, forgiveness, hatred, justice, all these things are intertwined. We as a nation have never faced a genocide. The Native Americans have. We haven't. We as a people have never faced it. And yet here we are. And it's, it's around us because the, the masters that we supposedly trusted were never our friends. We just assumed that they were. And they have levied to us a hand of vengeance and torment to, because they determined that we needed to be either controlled or killed. Russia has gone through a period of years run by the deep state, decades, where they lost 30, 40, 50 million people in their society. And I want you to let this sink in. Russia has had to learn the hard way what it is to forgive and at the same time deliver justice. Very important. We are just kids on this fight. I hate to tell you. China has been through this. Russia has been through this. 
even walking in Bosnia, they went through one of the when this when I was out there after the war, they had been went through one of the worst civil wars in modern history. Horrible. And yet they had found a way to coexist and to forgive. It doesn't mean you're bringing the person over for dinner. And it doesn't mean you forget. And it doesn't mean there's no justice. The forgiveness is in the heart. I'm going to beat on this for a while because I, there's, this is an important concept we have to get our head around. Because as a nation, we're being walked into a pretty lethal trap right now. Lots of crazy stuff going on around the world. Normally, as what as a normal of the new normal, the elections continue to be stolen. No surprise there. As the Democrats continue to cheat, but it's not the Democrats alone. It's also the GOP. Keep that in mind. It's one party, two faces. And that's important to grasp. So in another news, the FBI has conducted a no-knock warrant. I love this one. At the home of the owner of a website devoted to Area 51. The website's called Dreamland Report Area 51. The agents came down hard on the operator of a popular website devoted to the things of Area 51. Its programs, lore, and legacy. So that's not surprising. A couple of comments on Twitter about this. Lo and behold, this comes from Kurt M. Lo and behold, FBI find child porn on his computer. Seems like this happens every time they want to get rid of a problem. Odd how that always happens with people they don't like. Someone else, Pete Venkman, wrote, must have captured something classified. Just to kind of give you the sentiment of things, here's a couple comments from that article. Just once I would like to see a posse of militiamen fully armed waiting for the FBI. And another person writes, we already saw that outside at Waco, Texas in 1983 and Ruby Ridge, Idaho in 1992. Dare to shoot back at the tyrants and they retaliate by killing the women and the children first. That's the reputation of our FBI and it proves true consistently because it's part of the hand of tyranny. This is the world we are in. So it's going to continue to challenge us, and they they like doing these terrorized threats because it keeps people supposedly in line. But never fear, because our Federal Reserve and Treasury that are now in the midst of trying to keep an economy from going right down into the toilet and have a complete and total collapse, I want to reassure you that things are getting so much better because now they're going to embrace racial equity and support underserved communities in the midst of all this. (laughs) Executive order on advancing racial equity, in short known as ESG, has now become a central point to our Treasury and Federal Reserve as the world economy is falling. So be assured, patriots, that your dollar (laughs) will be so racially equitable that you won't know what to do with it. You'll just be racing to to spend it and to be part of it. Makes me feel so much better, especially since it's paper fiat currency and has no value. Hey, I want to play this piece. It's about 2 minutes, 30 seconds. It's a really good perspective on some of the crazy in the world. Here we go. Madonna on a cross. P. Diddy on a cross. Nas on a cross. DaBaby on a cross. Lil Dicky on a cross, Tupac on a cross, Lady Gaga with a nun outfit on that has an upside down cross, Katy Perry acting like she's burning in flames with a demon behind her with a cross on her chest, 
Lil Uzi Vert and Playboy Cardi performing on stage with the upside down cross in back of them. Kendrick Lamar with the crown of thorns. SNL pretending to give a lap dance to Jesus. Little Nas X with Satan. Little Nas X with the Satan shoe where it has the verse Luke 10 18 on it where it talks about Satan falling like lightning. Megan Thee Stallion pretending to be a demon. How did we get to the point where demon time was cool? How do we get so separated from God that we forgot that there was a God? How can human beings get so blemished in their mind that they forget that there's eternity after this life? How can you be so numb? Why do all these people mock Christ? Because in the word of God, it says that the devil is the God of this world. So if the devil is the God of this world, then that means everything in this world is going to lead you away from God. The music that you listen to, the TV that you watch is all getting more and more corrupt. It's like every artist that comes out has to be crazier than the prior artist that came out before. They continue making money off of people being fools. And the enemy laughs about it because many of you are being brainwashed and getting further and further away from God. They could talk about killing on the radio, killing on TV, all kind of sexual activity to brainwash you to take you further away from God. But the moment we start talking about God, we get banned. I've been banned five times for doing nothing but talking about truth and talking about God. Yet they don't mind putting half-naked women in your face and guys waving guns all around. What has the world come to? It's come to a world full of wickedness and a world that is getting further and further away from God. But the good thing about that is the more dark it gets, the more people are able to see the light that penetrates. So my voice and many other children of God's voices will be heard. Because in the midst of all the wickedness, in the midst of all the corrupt, people will begin to wake up and see that there's real evil that is surrounding them. And when you realize there is real evil, you realize that there is a real devil. And when you realize there is a real devil, you realize that there is a real God. And if you realize there's a real God, you know that there is really eternity. Get your eternity right. Get right with Christ. Seek the Lord. Find truth. It's time for light to take over. Amen. The first shall be last and the last shall be first. I love you guys. God bless. See, patriots right there. That last is just so powerful. There is no I in God. And when we're dealing with the many things like forgiveness and, I, and I'm telling you because I hear it a lot. I can't forgive. It's like, all right. But here's the deal. This was, not a, this was not a negotiable contract. For you to be forgiven, for me to be forgiven, for us to be forgiven, we have to forgive others. That's the contract of heaven. So you can accept Jesus and you can tell yourself, like, I can't forgive them for what they did. All right. I mean, that's, that's between you and the Lord. But I'm just going to kind of shape it out. It's not going to contractually end well. Because that was not part of the clauses that said, I would like this extra service if I may, God. It was the deal is you get forgiven for your sins. And as you forgive, so shall your sins be forgiven. But if we aren't going to walk that path and understand the depth of this, of what it is to forgive, then we're walking into a pretty dark time. Right? We're not of this world. And we're dealing with demons and creatures in this world. And the greatest power we have ever been given, the dominion over all of this, centers on a very critical word, love. But not love like you're going to go grab your wife or girlfriend or husband or whatever and give them a big smoochie. That's not what we're talking about, love. We're talking about a kingdom-level love, a powerful love and depth of love that brings people literally to their knees. There's nothing that can stand against that force. But to have that force and to have the Holy Spirit work through you, the contractual agreement is you have to forgive. And therein lies the crucible of this nation right there.
because we are facing a crisis in this time of people literally pissed off, angry, mad. These people need to be dealt with. That's okay. I got it. They do. And they will. And we will deliver justice because that's our pursuit. But we don't do it with a vengeful heart. And we don't do it with the anxieties and the angers and the hatreds. Righteous anger is far different than anger of vengeance. Be clear about these things. And those are personal pursuits you're going to have to do. And the key to this is it's not an equation and it's not simple. I'm going to say that. I said this last night and I'm going to say it again now. If you're sitting in a church or you've been taught in a church that somehow you just need to pray to Christ, have it forgiven, and then go outside and have a happy dance, that's crap. It's pure and simple. We're dealing with some serious violations in this world of trust and direct pain, people that have died. There must be accountability and justice. That is undeniable. But that pain and that anger and that hatred and that vengeance, it you have to find a way through that. And the only way through that is to turn to Jesus and to ask him to help you. And it won't happen instantaneously. Just saying. Okay, just saying. It's going to take time. But it's a process and it's a dedication and it's a discipline. Just like when you go out to the range and you shoot and you drill and you shoot to be more precise if you do this as a great example, if you've shot, ever shot or fired something, if you are going out to a range and you're pissed off, see how well your patterns are versus when you're clear in heart and you're focused on the target and you're simply pulling the trigger as perfectly as you can. The difference between trigger pull and the difference between vengeance is where we're really getting down to. So, and I, and I, I really hear this a lot. You know, I hear this a lot and people can't let it go. I don't, I'm not speaking this because I enjoy hearing all these comments from people about, I can't do this. God put on my heart to pursue this one for a while. We're going to, it's going to be in our face for a bit because this is how I see it. So just hear my heart. I care and love about everybody that listens to this channel. I know one thing, and I've walked this path, and I'm not saying I've got it all down because I don't. But I know that if we can't forgive, it doesn't do well in heaven because every single one of us is going to be put through a crucible of fire that's going to burn out anything that literally doesn't have to do with Holy Father and doesn't have anything to do with the walk of Jesus. And if you are wrapped around vengeance, hatred, you cannot been able to forgive, I got news for you. It's not going to stack up on the good side in heaven. So it's something we have to confront and something we have to deal with. And it's not easy, but it is why we are here. It's part of us being a remnant, and it's part of us walking that narrow path. No one said it was going to be easy. But our inheritance is so much greater than anything here. It's well worth the work. So... Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. And this war is primarily a spiritual war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. 
subdue the enemy. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb.
We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.